Welcome to Psychology Blinkers. I am Seth, your host. This is episode 4, How Music Makes You Feel. It's no secret that music plays a key role in psychology. In fact, there are many benefits to listening to music, and I'm going to go over them one by one. So, we're going to go over the benefits of listening to music. It can help you relax. It gives you a little bit more endurance. It can ease the mental pain. It can motivate you. It can relax you. In fact, it all comes down to what kind of music you're into. If you want, like, if you're feeling kind of down, you listen to sad music. If you're feeling kind of happy and motivated, you listen to happy or bump up, bump up music. That's even up to you. In fact, music is so well known in psychology that there is something called music therapy. That's where people sing along make music, listen to music, talk about music, and all that. Now, we're going to go into the benefits, very, very details. We're going to go into the benefits and break them down. It improves your memory. In fact, in so many ways, music improves your memory. We sing along to, like, the alphabet. We have songs to tie our shoelaces, alphabet, r- riddles. In fact, music is so plays so well with little kids that it forms little kids learn better with music. In fact, I think in all stages of your life you learn better with music. Now it improves your focus and that is one hundred percent true. You can listen to like calm, relaxing jazz music in the background. It helps you study for the next exam or a quiz or a project. It helps you focus. But at the same time it depends on the kind of music. Like, you're not going to listen to jazz when you're working out. You're going to listen to to empowering music or or music that's going get, to get you pumped up. The same can, the same can be said for, for relaxing and studying. You're not going to listen to rock music while you're studying. You're going to listen to, like, jazz or some lo-fi or whatever. Yes, it does also keep you motivated. Music does motivate you in many different ways. In fact, it motivates you during during a workout, probably driving, maybe going to work. In fact, it is shown that people that listen to listen to music while they work out can work out longer, which is not a surprise. Can it improve your sleeping? Yes, but it depends to the, depends on the person. There's people that can sleep but no noise. There's people that require some noise to sleep and sleep. Classical music or jazz or relaxing background music to go to sleep is preferred. But there is also another option if you want something more more to like calm you down. Just a, a normal sound to block out the the noise. It's called white noise. White noise can help with sleeping because all it does is makes a nice common humming sound such as an air conditioner or a fan or an engine. That's that's what not white noise is. It's basically the humming sound of of a device in your room, which it can be a fan, an air conditioner, or or even your even your computer can also be a white noise. In fact, white noise is used there's even some toys or tools that are strictly to make white noise. Music can also reduce stress. 
In fact, music can calm you down in, stress, in stressful situations. In fact, listening to music lowers down your stress in so many different ways. Like, if you're, like, feeling kind of stressed out, listen to music. In fact, that advice is so common, but people ignore on how good it actually is. Now, music has so many benefits that I can make a whole list on them, but I'm just going to cover those benefits. And we're going to move on to the next part, which is music and emotion. Now, there are different kinds of music. There's happy music, there's sad music, there's relaxing music, there's romantic music, there's scary music, and there's hero music. All of those have their own different genre and makes you feel, plays around with your emotions depending on what you listen to. Such as, happy music will make you feel joyful inside, make you feel alive and happy and all those pleasant feelings. Like an example that I'm going to give you right now. Now that that little short clip, that music can make you feel a little bit more happy, which is commonly used in many movies, video games, media, to make it the... To make the person happy, or or the viewer, as you guys, happy. Now let's go with sad music. This is the kind of music that makes you feel down, makes you feel like kind of depressed inside. Maybe you went through a hard breakup, or maybe you're going through something like really hard in your life, or you failed a test, or, or you're just feeling kind of down, you didn't get that promotion that you wanted. All those emotions. An example, and I'm going to give you an example of that. short little clip of sad music should make you feel a little bit more down maybe maybe you went maybe you went back in time in your memory and felt and you look back in time to a part when you felt sad simple as that now the next part we have is romantic music which is this is the music that makes you feel alive like you love that crush there yeah feeling the butterflies in your stomach you feel you see your wedding coming you love that person so much and a good example of this is right here. I know that music wasn't the best for romantic, but you get the idea. Now we can keep going and going and going. Now we can move on to relaxing music. This is the kind of music that you relax to, like, I don't know, when you're going to sleep or you're... You're winding down, or you just want to have something in the background just to ease your ego down. That's what relaxing music is all about. And in fact, it's so good that even putting it in the background shows that it reduces stress. And a good example of relaxing music is right here. Now that music should make you feel a little bit more relaxed. A little bit more like at ease and all that. Now, the next category is scary, which is commonly used in scary movies. And it's supposed to make you feel like anxiety or what's coming next or a jump scare or you are you don't really know what's going to happen. A good example of this is horror movies. And I'm going to give you an example of horror of this kind of music. 
Now that music should make you feel a little bit more scared or like you're watching a, a scary movie. And now if you're looking through the visuals, you'll see that, yeah, it gave you a little bit of a of a scare. Like you were in like an abandoned woods or a scary shed. That feeling. The next one's hero 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 movies, which is commonly used in like superhero movies or Knight in Shining Armor, which basically is very active music like role-playing or hero music, in other words. You get the idea if I should play the example. Like that, yeah. You get the idea. It's hero music that makes you feel a little bit more empowered. Like you want to like, you can take the world on one hand and you can carry your prize on the other. Now, there's so many different kinds of music. Those are just the ones that I just decided to gather around. I haven't even gone to like metal or or fighting music or or goofy music or circus music. There's so many kinds when it comes to music that it affects your emotions in so many ways. In fact, it is true that even if you play the certain kind of music, you can get people to feel different ways. In fact, the media uses that in so many different ways. And that's our next part. How the media uses music to influence you. Now, when it comes to the media and music, the media uses so many different kinds of music to influence you. In fact, there are so many different categories that I broke it down to three categories. Movies, games, and public places. Let's go over movies. Now, depending on the movie, music can be fluctuated between horror, kiss movie, romantic comedy, comedy, documentaries, all, all of those are movies or some type of media that you listen to. Now, depending on the, mu- on the music, the movie may differ between whether you feel sad, happy, or scared, or excited. In fact, the movie Up plays that very well with the scene of the old man and the old lady, and I believe the the old lady dies, and and the old man becomes kind of upset. It's 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 a touching moment, and it's kind of like how, and you can feel the music in the background play very well with that movie. Not only that movie, but many other ones. In fact, if you are listening to happy music, and it's transitioning to sad music, Up does a good job of that. Now, I don't know why I have the movie up in my head. Maybe because that is an emotional scene. I've seen many people point that out. But not only up, but also also comedies, TV shows, movies, documentaries. So many things go into movies that music is what makes it feel natural to your emotions. And that's why movies use music all over the place now. There are some parts where all you hear is characters talking and and movies and all that, but you know, at the end of the day, a good chunk of the movie, there's music all over it. And that's what that's the beauty of movies, that music is what connects the audience to the character even more. Such as such as a sad moment when you see a character sad, crying, you can know that the character is sad. Now if you have like jokey music or people laughing in the background or a little bit more of a comedy music in the background. 
now you will, you will see that's funny music. Now, if you have like scary movie and it's a horror movie, and yes, you're gonna have the scary music like I said before back in back a few minutes ago. Movies really are heavy with music. In fact, you can watch almost any movie now, and there will be some type of music embedded into it. Now I'm I make it that wrong, but most likely famous movies have music in the background. Let's put it that way. And that brings us up to our next thing, games, or video games. Video games have music, sounds, and dialogue that makes us interact with the game even more. In fact, it is more important to have music in games than in movies. Now, depending on the game and the genre of the game, you can feel like, let's say it's a fighting game, you can feel the music pumps you up like you're ready to make that action and really beat down your opponent. That's what games are all about. If you're playing a horror game, like, I don't know, any horror game, I don't really have anything in the top of my mind, you can really feel the game give you, like, chest pumps, or almost like, how can I say, pump up your heart, because you don't know what's coming, or how it's going to come, or or what's going to pop out. And even the sounds in video games, you can hear, like, the noises, like, the game over scene play some music sometimes, like you'll see the game over music and it'll be like dun 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 dun, dun. and you know that's something bad to happen and you don't want to get a game over then that the music reflects that now let's say you unlock a trophy a new vehicle or a new character you get like a happy song or a happy music that will be dun, 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 something like that music, games and music really do a good job on that in fact, I can talk about that all day. In fact, we can break down each and every video game psychologically here with the music. In fact, there will be some areas of this show that we will look into like Fortnite, GTA 5, and and all those video games and break it down psychology. Break it down psychologically. Now, let's move on to our next thing, which we're going to be over overdoing it with games here. And mu- music in public places. Believe it or not, some people don't even realize there's music in public in public spaces. And that means shopping malls, restaurants, dining halls, and, pro- and probably some public libraries have background music. A lot of people ignore it. Basically, companies use it to influence your purchase, such as if you're listening to like your favorite song in the background... You can hear it more alive or make you feel a little bit more to purchase a few things more here here or there. In fact, depending on the place, you may hear regular classic music or an act one of your favorite artists. In fact, it's a well-known f- fact that employee morals or employee satisfaction is higher when there's music playing in the background. Now, let's move on to music across Age, culture, and personality. Let's start with age. So, as you're little, you only know a little bit of music. So, you only know until, like, your cartoons or the lullabies that your mom sings to you. That's all you know as a as a little kid when you're introduced to music. In fact, you're introduced into music probably during the womb. But I haven't done that research yet, so I'm not going to get into that. So, so, over time, you get... More flavors and music, you get to enjoy some rock, some classics, some 
hip hop here and there. Maybe you enjoy making your own music. And that's fine. And also, across ages, music does change between teenager, adolescent, middle age, and old age. All of them have their particular taste. And it's associated to their particular time and space. And their it is associated to their particular st structure of life, stage, and also personality, which we're going to cover sooner. And it's actually kind of funny that that it's so embedded into us that it's already embedded in our age. And it shouldn't be a surprise that depending on what generation you were born, you're into that music. Now, that's not always the case. There are some people that are young and are into 80s music. There are people that are old and they're into the new, newer music. It just depends on your style, your life, and all that. And there's people like me that they like music just because it's music. As long as it's good, they will listen to it. There's so many different kinds of people that enjoy music that I can go on and on with this. And music with age really sticks through the age. Such as every five years, that young genre of music switches to a new favorite depending every five years from a person to a person. Which makes sense because, you know, people change music, new music comes out, old music loses popularity, but but at the same time, some music sticks sticks around for longer. And those people are more associated to that music. Now, it's a proven fact that when, when music hits emotionally, it, it stays along Longer. It stays around longer. When it actually touches emotion. In fact, a lot of music, that's what it's trying to to convey. They're trying to reflect it onto them and reflect it out to the world. And that's where age plays a crucial role when it comes to music. Now let's move on to our next part, which is music across culture. Now, there are many different kinds of cultures around the world that have their own different kinds of music, their own jam, their own spin-off, their own remix, whatever you call it. Now, now we all can agree that when we listen to music, whether it's in our native language or not, we know it's music. In fact, music is so commonly known that people can recognize a lullaby from all different kinds of cultures, countries, and religion, and whatever you're going to call it. And a famous, I'm going to say a famous quote right here, music is the universal language that makes humankind, or another word is, music is the universal language of mankind. I probably repeated it twice, but whatever. And this was from Henry Ward. Once words. I don't know how to say his name, sorry. Henry was a pretty good man. He knew that he was onto something. He knew that the universal language was music. Don't know how that phrase worked out, but okay. And like I said before, people can identify music whether it's in their own language or not. Now, each music has their own particular spin-off. Instrumentals are connected to their own country, such as Moroccos are more more into like Mexican or 
Colombia type of thing or Hawaiian type of thing. Now, even if I play some music, like from Hawaii or or anything like a beach music, you're going to picture Hawaii in your head. And that makes sense, and you're going to see the culture. And depending on where you were born or raised or what culture you're involved in, if I play that music, you will notice it's music, whether it's, it's your culture or not. People can easily identify music depending on what it is. And can also feel the rhythm of the music, no matter the culture. Now, we can dissect this into individual cultures, but that's for a later episode. Now, we're going to get to the nitty-gritty here, the really long parts. So, music across personality. Now, now this was took a little bit of more research. I was more of a confused of where to find this, but I was able to find a few articles and put my own spin into it and sort of, like, give you this information. Now, depending on your personality, you may like one music regardless, regarding to the other, or you have more of a flavor for that particular genre. And I'm going to cover them right here. So, if you're into pop music, you're more extroverted. So, extroverted means you're more outgoing, honest, and hardworking, and have a high, high self-esteem. So, that's pop music. If you're into pop music, you have those qualities, according to the article. Which makes sense. Now we're going to go up to rap and hip-hop, which means no, there's not much of a difference here. You're still more outgoing, have a high self-esteem, and you're usually outgoing and prepare for new things. That's if you're rap and hip-hop. Now, if you're more into, like, dancing music, which I don't know what that music genre kind of is, but you'll be more extrovert, outgoing, and more willing to assist people with it, or are more friendly. Now we're going to move on to jazz and soul music. Now, if you're listening to jazz and, and soul music, you might think it's more introverted, but no, it's actually more extroverted, and you have a high level, high self-esteem. You're also creative and a little bit more intelligent, so you have a, a more intelligent background. Now, people that listen to jazz and, and soul music have a higher IQ, that's what, according to the article. So now we're going to go into like indie music, which links to introversion. Or Indie music is basically music that's more of a, I don't know how you, you, you would explain it. Is more introverted, creative, and you're intelligent, but you have a low self-esteem and a little bit of anxiety on that music. Now, I'm just going to reference this point right now. These are just reference points of articles, and I have looked between different articles, and they say different things on, on different types of music in your personality. And it's very hard to pinpoint this, because there's people that like all kinds of music, and there's people that like only one kind of music. So I'm just going to point that out. So now let's move on to rock and metal music. So, which you might think it will be more extroverted, but no, it's actually more introverted. And people that like metal and rock music are actually 
quite gentle, surprisingly, actually, which is ironic. Are a little bit more, more creative, but are not well constructed. So they're they're kind of all over the place. Let's put it that way. When it comes to rock music, which kind of makes sense. Now we're gonna go into country music. Now, if you're into country music, you're more extroverted, hardworking, and the best part is you have more of a creative mind, or how can I say? A stable mental, mental. So you're mo- more emotional and stable, which I find kind of strange. But I'm just reading what the script says. Now let's move on to classical music. Now it's no secret that if you're into classical music, you're more introverted, creative, but you have a low self-esteem. Now, unlike jazz music and classical music, they have they have a mid ground in that area, but but some people like them both. Some people like them different. But don't get those two things confused. They're they're actually two different genres. Now, there's a lot more genres of music that may be linked to your personality. I don't know. I'm just covering covering what I did my research on, and that's basically it. Now, I'm going to leave you with a fun fact here, and this one's a little bit more. More into back when we talked about music therapy, which is basically how you interact with people with different music, create music, or sing along to music. Now, a common research that I found is that People with Alzheimer's can recover, could recover using music, their memories back. Because A, music activates every area of your brain, and it's linked to your emotional system, which recovers your memory. In fact, music therapy is is referred to people that have Alzheimer's because they can get their brain back to healthy conditions and get them back to speaking and emotional and all that thing that relates to music. So if you, so with, pe- with people that have Alzheimer's, you can get them to actually listen to music, and they might remember it to a previous time in their life, which is actually quite amazing. Now this area is under research, so I can't really say if it's working or not working, but I'm gonna leave you on that. I hope you enjoy this episode and stay tuned for more. This is Zach from the Psychology Pointers podcast.